Yeah, so like if you push a watermelon down, you'll notice it'll spin like a top. And like it always does that. <laughs> so when you point in the wrong direction, like can you? I think I did. So no, that is kind of so I guess it will do this. No, 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 no. Like, so so yeah, yeah, exactly. So if you no, so like if, if you roll it this way, it will probably just kind of. It will. Yeah, exactly. It will spin like it kind of equilibrium because the watermelon juices are in there. Ooh, juices. And thank you for that, and welcome to another episode of the Down and Fun Podcast. Um, as always, my name is Warren. We're here with Jesse. Hey. And we also got Guillermo here. What's up? Um, Josh's not feeling well, but we do have an awesome special guest. I would like to introduce him. His name is Mike Blewett. How's it going, Mike? What's happening, dudes? I'll talk a little bit about yourself, Mike. Um, I'm a person. Uh, <laughs> Only Walmart. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Generally speaking, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Only robots here, man. Sorry. I'm in the midst of my like greatest year of movies, um, like ever. It, I've got like a, an actual hit list of stuff I really want to see. Um, big fan of like the older movies, probably the early to like well late to early '90s is like prime time, and the '70s. Basically, I didn't like the 2000s too much. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like yeah. the 80s, apparently. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the campy 80s stuff, and I like the, like the kind of the, the disco-y 70s and, like, adventure movies. I'm basically a huge Star Wars fan, and I'm really bitter about the prequel, which falls into late 90s, early 2000s. Basically, that explains my movie. I like, I like Darth Maul, though. Dude, he was the best. It, it, I'm bitter for the fact that they underutilized him. Like, you can be bitter about stuff you like. I like. I love the character. I, I we were talking about this earlier, but I like Obi Wan as a character too. But I just felt he was underutilized. It's like you had this awesome, sweet thing going, and then you just immediately cut it. It was off. an insane <laughs> villain. Yeah, oh, he's a great villain. Yeah, no. he died too quick. Spoiler alert for everybody who hasn't seen <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> Two minutes. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of spoilers, <laughs> can, we, can we touch upon one in our, in our main feature? Uh, what's our main feature that we're going to be talking about? Yeah. Um, so, I, we just got back from seeing Ant-Man, a lot of us for the second time, um, which is, you know, always a good thing. You get a fresh... Fresh head on you. You didn't see it for the first time. You weren't got over that initial wow factor. Uh, can I start the discussion with a spoiler from that movie? No, you no. Not. Yeah. not not the movie itself, but the I know violating rule number one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, So so in the initial part of the they talk about Titanic in the movie. What are we talking about? In Ant Man, they spoil Titanic. In Ant Man. Oh, oh yeah, like, but so so talking about spoilers yeah. from fifteen years ago, they like they oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Titanic? I, dude, it took me to like. So, but also, you know what happens in the Titanic. I mean, it's the true story. The diamond thing, though. Yeah, fun. Story. Yeah. My friends also talk about like it has to be at least five years, and their podcast is uh, the trailer was better. So if a movie was five years past, it's okay to. Spoil. I think five years is good. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm a proponent of two, bro. If you haven't seen a movie after two years... No, but here's the thing. I saw Blade Runner, like, a year ago for the first time. Okay, that's within two years. <laughs> so we can't spoil it. I know. But if you want to... Well, I don't know. If you don't want to spoil anything, I, I think there's no amount of years. Well, here's But my- if you're going to put an... an a, to it like an actual time frame five is okay 
I just like two because it, within the year the movie comes out on DVD, within that second year it's at least on TV, HBO, Netflix, Hulu, all that stuff. So you have ample opportunities to watch it, especially if it's a good year. How many people here would say, hey, we didn't see Titanic in the theater or release something that first I saw that movie one. three times. Yeah, I saw it three times. So times. I saw it like in 2008. If it's a great oh, movie, really? yeah. right? If it's like a great movie, you want to actually watch it, or at least somebody has necessarily told you about this movie, and that's within two years. That's so true. That's just me. We can do the five-year mark, but I'm just gonna let you know I'm gonna spoil stuff for, for two years. No, so. my 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 rule is six months past it arrives on Netflix. Oh, so that's let's, let's be honest. That's going to everyone's take. got someone in their family, a friend. Everyone's got a Netflix account this day and age. Yeah. Netflix understands that, and they did their whole thing. It's true with that. So I, I think that if it comes out on Netflix, and you know, you, you, you might not have time to go to the theater, but like, you have time to curl around and like watch a movie in the background. I guess that's so. Right. So. So let's actually get into a little bit. Our feature today is going to be the Ant Man, but before we kind of begin to that, let's talk about you know what you watch. So who wants to go first? Guillermo's raising his hand. <laughs> yeah, raising your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I totally it doesn't that. help with the audio. Are we periscoping? What's the name of that shit? Periscoping. Periscoping. Are we periscoping? We should periscope at some point. What is periscoping? Kind of periscoping. Anyway, no, <laughs> no, yeah. No, we watch periscoping. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, you were periscoping a little. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Eventually, Lily kind of makes you. Well, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, spoiler alert for us watching in the theater. Uh, yeah, I know. The, the, the faces that Warren has given me. Um, yeah, we, we went out and grabbed a drink beforehand. Uh, totally undid the, the bell button, buckle, and the top button just to make sure that I had nothing on my bladder. Mm. It, was a, it was a great decision. I felt fantastic throughout the duration of the, of the movie. I, I can make it four. I've made it four movies straight without going to the bathroom. I had to run out the only time in my entire life when we went silo at Interstellar. Oh, dude! I, I, I had a that. beer in the movie theater, and I was like, "That and it's was like a bucket. That beer was, it was a, a bucket. bucket. Yeah, it was a bucket, it was like a bucket of beer. Yeah. The only time I've ever left the I theater. I don't usually drinking so in a movie theater at home, sure, but drinking like a bucket of beer in a movie theater, yeah. it kind of takes away from the experience. Yeah, that was that's that's why I never. Whenever we go to assembly, I never buy beer. I, I never will ever get. Yeah, we. I made the mistake last time getting like a small Coke, which still was like. Probably all oh, some parks and rec- Rex, like that was an insane amount of cola, <laughs> you know, like at a, a small, um, and down that in the first 10 minutes, and that was all she wrote. So movies we're watching, Guillermo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Raise your hand. So, <laughs> lots of TV shows, Mr. Robot. Yes, yes, we never talked about that. Humans. Still working on Benny Dreadful with every single episode gets better. Uh, Finish Orange is the New Black. Uh, I've been sprinkling a little bit of X-Files. Because uh, we, I, I want to see X-Files before it comes back. Um, I'm still on season nine-ish. They do get like dense though. Because the first episodes you can plow through pretty much quickly, but those last episodes are like dense. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, they're gonna reboot it, so I want to see it before um, it, yeah, it like comes back. Um, I saw Ex Machina with Millie. Heck yes. And she was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, "I know." <laughs> Listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was telling Jesse 
today that uh, iTunes has a 25 movie special, all the DC animated movies for 99 bucks. And I'm like, fuck, I really like them all. And it's just bought it. And I, bought, <laughs> I saw like the first two episodes, the first two movies. Um, so many great movies. Yeah. yeah that's DC, DC animation is doing what Marvel is doing in live action. Are they trying to like get revamped for So what they're doing is they're doing one-off things. So we're doing Dark Knight Returns. Was it Dark Knight? Was it the Dark Knight or whatever? Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. When he's like, he's old and he comes back and he dons the the, the They basically adapt all of their most famous comic book storylines in the animated movies. Yes, and there are bad. And there's a lot of really good ones. Yeah, so, you know, Flashpoint Paradox is amazing. Um, they have Superman Unbound, Unbound. 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 Uh, All-Star Superman The Two Green Lanterns uh, Throne of Atlantis Under the Red Hood Under the Red Hood is fantastic Without a doubt the best in that series uh, Doom A uh, bunch of Justice League uh, I haven't heard of Doom We can sit down We can watch one tomorrow man They're fucking amazing How long are they? They're like an hour Yeah they're a movie Yeah Yeah. Hour and ten minutes uh, I think the longest one Is Dark Knight Returns Because it's technically Two movies put in one Um, Are they like The TV movies? Like they would have been Two hours on a Saturday morning? (laughs) They'll probably be Like an hour and a half Yeah Like an hour and a half Hour and forty minutes Yeah Um, And then we were Looking this up today Like they have Kind of like a You know how Kevin What's his name Kevin Fergie Fergie, whatever, Fer- yeah, what Fer- Fergalicious. Yeah, Fergalicious is the overviewer in Marvel. <laughs> they have this dude, is Jay Olivia. He's kind of like they're he's putting everything together. So he's like the director of like the best movies. He also did the storyboarding for him. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like a badass dude. So nice. Um, been watching that, and what else have we been watching? We always talk about like, millions of shows that we're watching. I mean, yeah, I know, but... I you just know, don't remember watching yeah. yeah, I don't remember. Well, we're going to... I'm going to see the Foo Fighters. Woo! That was awesome. Do you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, you can go. All right. All right. Uh, I just watched all of season two of uh, BoJack Horseman on Netflix. Mm. I freaking love that show. I need to sit down. Um, it's one of those shows that, like, you got to shoe through the first six episodes before you can appreciate the first season. And then the second season just carries that momentum. Which, it sucks that there are shows out there that you have to, like, chew through the first six episodes, but you have to with Bojack. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I watched, I rewatched um, the Mar- the Mission Impossible movies. Okay. In preparation. Yeah, I, figured, I figured we were going to go see that, so I saw Mission Impossible 3, which is meh. What's the and name of that? Ghost Protocol is... Ghost Protocol is number four, and that is freaking amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I don't know if I've seen that. Ghost I Protocol love... A lot the first one has such a deep, like, part of my heart that I love, because it's a brand of movie. movie. Yeah. It's so good at that. The first one's... Thriller, I, I've seen that first one so many times that I couldn't watch it. The second one's garbage, so I didn't watch that. I don't remember. Really? really? Yeah. The second one was probably the first one I saw, and I was, I was probably at that right age... Yeah, I went back and saw the first Mission Impossible. I was at the right age where the second one was like everything my 12-year-old self wanted. Yeah. It had flying doves. Yeah. It had motorcycles and jump kicks. It like, had a soundtrack from Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Like, it was like, it was yeah isn't that the infamous scene where he comes down and he catches the sweat on his glove? No. That's yeah. the first no, that's one. the first one. That's the first he's, one. He's, 
Yeah, yeah. The second one was like the second one was like a John Woo film. Yeah. And so it's, it's just like, like yeah. Over the top. Yeah. So the, is the first one? They're trying to synchronize audio. Fuck. No, no, it's still it's still going. Sorry, false alarm. So the second one's John Woo. Yes. Uh, yeah. John Woo is just some John Woo is so hit or miss, man. Do John Woo just make good movies? He makes some. No, John Woo does make good movies. John John Woo makes movies where they're like, oh, it's edgy and awful, but no, they're all they're all garbage. All of John Woo's films. Are no, garbage. what was the what was the three or four movies that he did with the uh, uh oh, what's the name of that dude that Steven Seagal? No, it's, <laughs> it's the, uh, the other the other Asian guy. You guys are gonna break into your house and then partake in this for the, the new Wet Hot American Summer Ooh, series that, that comes yeah. out on the thirty first, and I am stoked. I did not like that. No. Oof! You didn't like the movie? No. Uh, you should watch it. The entire cast is famous. Now. Yeah, yeah. The I, entire. I, I, I'm saying I just watched it within the last couple of months. Did Paul you watch Rose that? And did you Paul watch Rose the Paul Rose a vampire? He doesn't age. <laughs> did you watch the the remix or not the remix? The director's cut that they themselves did. It's the exact same movie, they just edited in fart noises. It's literally on the DVD that they re- released just all throughout the movie. It's fantastic. Um, the reason I bring up uh, Wet Hot American Summer is that most of the cast was part of this like comedy troupe called The State. Uh, those guys are now spun out Shit, to... Shit, do you yeah, know The State? Yeah, I've only, honestly, I've only seen a couple episodes and it wasn't too terribly funny. Because it was like, I was three when they made it. So yeah. all the topical humor just doesn't hit for me. But like, I, I love those guys and everything that I'm probably... They were on MTV, right? Yeah, it was yeah. an MTV. But anyways, those guys put out a show called uh, Another Period. It's on Comedy Central. It's one of these fantastic Comedy Central shows that will literally only run for about 10 episodes. And you will never hear from again. <laughs> it's a show like from the 1800s or something. Um, it's written uh, Natasha Leggero is oh, like the she's main, funny as hell. and uh, uh, Nikki or Ricky something. She's part of that thing with the other indie chick. They play music together. Um, I can't remember the name right now. Oh, something in Oats. Yeah, uh, yeah. like Hall and Oats. Hall and Oats. Not Hall and Oats because that's an but actual like, band. It's, 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 like, it's, yeah. it's something. To- Toast and Oats or something. Yeah, like, something yeah whatever. Notes. So it's it's the the blonde chick from that one. Yeah. And then uh, this girl who on this Yahoo original show never wore pants. That's an extended look into that. Um, <laughs> but it's really funny and it's like uh, it features a, like a soundtrack from Snoop Dogg. 
So it's like all this old timey stuff, but just like the commercial breaks are all gangster rap. Yeah. Um, and it's it's fantastic. Like I said, there's like you you're probably looking at like one out of every hundred people, which would still be three hundred like thousand people, which is actually a pretty decent range for Comedy Central. So we'll skip the we'll skip the radio. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's I guarantee you won't get picked up for a second season. But I'm I'm loving it. Um. My, my TV's been killed lately. Um, I don't have either cable or the internet right now. So so keeping up with all these stuff, uh, I'm like weeks behind in a lot of stuff, but except for this one thing. So that's special place in my heart. The state yeah. had a intervention back in the day when I MTV did the uh, spring breaks. And yeah. yeah, it was like, this is like 93, 94. And it was... It was they came out of this show and they're doing this bit and what they're doing is like they're coming out as ballerinas. So the chick comes out as a ballerina, she dances a little and she goes. There this dude comes in as a ballerina, you can see kinda of like a tiny dick. <laughs> it's like a tiny, tiny wiener. You're like, Oh yeah, the dude, yeah, it's funny because this wiener is throwing blah blah blah. And he goes out. And then the next guy comes in, a little bit of a bigger dick. And dances around and blah blah and then he goes. And then they all get like ridiculously larger and larger <laughs> dicks until one point one dude has like dual dicks, like <laughs> one running through like each thigh. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's still maybe um, the funniest day of Reddit was the dual, double, dick, double dick guy. Yeah. 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 There's this, um, for all you know, don't know about there, there's a website called Reddit. I'm sure you've never heard They're revolting. Um, yeah. yeah. We have a subreddit down in the front. We do. Oh, really? No yeah. kidding. I'm yeah. going to have to look it up. Maybe yeah. subscribe yeah. to it eventually. Um, <laughs> At some point. <laughs> It'll have four members, though. Yay. That's, Whatever you get in it, there you go. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Uh, Double dick thing? Yeah. They, they hosted an AMA, and much like, like that bit there's a guy with two two Johnsons if you will mm-hmm. and photographic proof of it uh, and it, oh man that thing was wild <laughs> so, so, those things were wild <laughs> those things were wild <laughs> <laughs> but that's that is mad funny I'll have to go back and watch, rewatch it cool. the double dicks no the uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> no, I got that picture. So right, our audience can't see. Yeah, I got that on bookmark, man. He boots up. It's homepage. So uh, I've been watching a bunch of stuff. Uh, I saw Selfless in theaters. Uh, wasn't that good. Very, very interesting concept. And I know you, Jeremy, uh, you showed me a trailer like last year, I yeah. think. And I was like, oh man, this movie's gonna it be really good. Cool, yeah. yeah, the first like two, five minutes was good when Ben Kingsley was in it. <laughs> that's about it so it's like ah oh. oh, this movie's not very good so don't so Ben, ben Kingsley's in, literally is in the first like five minutes the trailer makes it seem like he's half the movie I, I understand so <laughs> that is not true so uh, a very interesting kind of weird movie I don't necessarily know what they were trying to say in the end of it uh, it's very weird I don't, know, I don't think they knew what they were going through I feel like it was two different scripts it was really odd uh, but all in all it wasn't a good movie uh, so besides that I saw um the Gallows, uh, which is another kind of horror found footage film. Another um, one. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, so another tired. one. I, I know. So now I was looking. I was literally sitting there like, okay, I want to get my checklist out to try to see like what tropes of found footage is gonna hit. Boom, 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 boom. Except no nudity, so I was bummed about that. But uh, <laughs> besides that, it was very, it wasn't a good movie. It was very creepy though. I would say. Really? 
they really did the, 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 the premise of the movie was silly it's a haunted play I'm just gonna leave it at that but yeah you texted that though. I'm like that makes <laughs> like, no sense what are you talking about Warren? I was like I'm trying not to spoil it so the premise of the movie is very silly but the way that they have like a lot of different lightings of it and what necessarily happens when you get trapped in the school and it's really dark and all you can hear is certain things and that's about it and you're looking down a hallway that's just darkly pitch black and things pop out of nowhere it's gonna be creepy it's gonna be kind of, it'll make you jump so they really kind of phone in on that but it, in the end of that movie I'm like this doesn't make any sense <laughs> so I was like this movie's bad uh, and then I also saw the Minions I guess I'm on the trend that these are just all very bad movies uh, but I think a lot of people probably will like the Minions I just thoroughly didn't and I guess my biggest piece was like those Minions were famous because they were side characters and when you flip the script and make them a main character on trying to find some particular quest it's not very interesting especially if you can't understand what they're saying it's, you're, you're, you're speaking in a broken Spanish slash French hey. and it's like well it's funny for the first oh so they're my people yeah, 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 yeah. it's funny for the first like maybe five to ten minutes of a movie that's almost two hours I'm like oh boy I don't know if you can yeah. I don't know if you can do that and there's a huge plot hole that doesn't make any sense from the first movie of Despicable Me with this one that Josh pointed out I was like ooh I can't believe that so that wasn't a good movie so haven't had much success besides this our feature this week, so I'm really excited about that. But for some TV, I have been uh, caught up in Mr. Robot. I'm all up to date with True Detective, so I'm pretty pumped about all of that. And then, uh, of course, Adventure Time. I'm all up in this. Are you caught up yet? I'm on season five, episode twenty. I didn't realize season five had over fifty episodes. Yeah. <laughs> so what? normally it's like only ten minute episodes. Well, yeah, I know, but like the first season twenty. Uh, 24, second season, like 25, third and fourth, like 25, like, cool, I can blast through season five easy. 50? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's daunting just to get through that alone. So this this I, is going to show how fucking old I am. I saw the first <laughs> three minutes of the first episode, I'm like, nope, I'm going to turn this off, and now <laughs> so I'm going to go back to what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, like, the podcasts I listen to, they go into super, super detail and complex I have, saw, finish, well, I have to finish it once I finish the show. We saw so many people dressed up as the those two characters all over packs. You remember? Oh, we yeah. haven't been in Jake. Well, we were at packs. So, so many people there. there. I mean, it's it's great. It's the show. Which, is by the way, we should go to packs. I would love to. I don't know what it is, but I would love to. <laughs> Tickets sell in November. That's when we saw them last. Yeah, time. we need to get them. Are you gonna do two days or is one day? No, just Friday. Just Friday. Yeah, let's do yeah. just Friday. Can we dress up? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. Are you supposed to dress up? You can, you can do cosplay. They do pretty good cosplay. I mean, it's not Comic Con, but it's pretty good. Guardians of the Galaxy? Ant Man? I'm a Red Man. Ant Man's good because he dresses as Superman. Fuck it, we'll do something. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so that's what I'll be watching. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty excited about all that, and I guess I'm going to just focus on more TV. Hopefully, for the next time we record, I'll be all done with Adventure Time. And True Detective, we need to do an update on True Detective. Hey, I am up to date on True Detective. No, but I know. So we're looking good, and right now we're going to um, go into our feature. You guys ready? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go. And uh, welcome back. Uh, so now we're actually going to get into our feature, and we're actually going to talk about Ant-Man. So, Ant-Man, 
awesome. One of the first movies of Phase 3 or the ending of Phase 2? Ending of Phase 2. Ending of Phase 2, so thank you. I saw this movie twice. I think everybody saw it twice except for Jesse. Jesse saw it once. Jesse finds it. An hour ago. An hour ago. An hour ago. An hour ago. So it's actually fresh fresh in your head. So we're going to get into, let's actually talk about Ant-Man. So, uh, of course, we're going to talk about the non-spoiler stuff. We're going to let you know when the spoilers come. So feel free. We're going to have a music cutaway, and then we'll get you going. So who wants to start? By who? Let's say who didn't like Ant-Man here. Good. Was that a <laughs> so who liked Ant-Man? Me, 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 Why'd me. Why'd you like That was so fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Um... It was it was it was the right amount of funny that we come to expect from Marvel, and then the action sequences were fucking amazing, man. Um, the way they used the the him shrinking and then growing up and growing back and all that, it was so like organic and flowy. Oh, it was so good. Um, I, the shots were awesome. Jesse liked them. Yeah. Um, I, one thing I liked, too, about the shrinking down that they did was it was a very big homage to the comics where it was, like, it was the handles. So, yeah, you, it was phases. Oh, so, it was, yeah, like, do, 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 do. And every time you shrunk down, you could see that, like, do, 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 do yeah. like that. Because that's how they did in the comics. And I always thought that was funny. Yeah, that was so that. Good. I didn't even think about that. That's, like, yeah. Um, Paul Rudd, he can't do more. Yeah, he's so good. He's like, he's like the bro, man. You want to have him for beers I, and then hang out with him. I would marry Paul Rudd. I would not marry him, but I would slap in the face with him. You slap, you slap, slap in the face. Slap in the face. What are you doing? He's so good in everything, and um, I guess everybody was like, oh, so it's gonna be like super, super comedy and blah blah blah. It's not gonna be blah, but he totally pulled it off. Um, even the really like heartwarming scenes with like you know with the daughter and all that oh, so good I mean so my opinion character oh he was amazing kills it yeah. absolutely yeah. like kills it he should show. be an Avenger I, 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 I wish I mean he like, should be an Avenger the, the best way to give backstory or exposition was hey so let me let me tell you about this and like it goes into that story and everybody he's like mouthing everybody's voices are you like are you serious yeah. like so I was drinking this red you know what I'm like red why do I have this nice like bosom bar like this, this mix oh the alizé yeah oh my god oh my god he's so good so freaking good like so I went to this art gallery right oh my god what are you like, say what <laughs> they were so these, these pictures are so divine man <laughs> Freaking loved his character. I mean, there's everything that necessarily happened. The entire, like, group, I thought T.I. was just kind of like, uh, I'm not sure. Exactly no, but it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was fine. It was fine. Like, the Russian like, dude played his part, too. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I like all the surrounding characters. I mean, Darren Cross as, you know, the, uh, a particular villain in this movie, which is like, that's pretty freaking cool. Like, I liked his character a lot. I haven't seen him in any he was, he was, he was the right like the motivations for him to do what he was doing were totally like, oh yeah, that could. That there were no like, oh my god, now this dude is like going crazy and he wants to kill the world because whatever. It's like the, it was like the right amount. Hey man, like you don't you don't believe in me anymore? I'm gonna do this myself and then screw you. There's a couple there's a couple things that I'm gonna save it for the, uh, the Evangeline really was good in it. Yeah, she was good. Um, she was good. I, I like Michael that. Douglas is he a was fucking good. Team. Michael Douglas was a yeah. rock star. Yeah, he was a guy. For sure. I don't know if you guys noticed, but they put in the original um, 
I was in the start the Papa Stark. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the original yeah. Howard Stark. The original one. Yeah, they brought him back. It was yeah. insane. And I'm like, so only, only two awesome. people played Howard Stark. Well, that's the thing because they, they changed to the younger yeah. dude. And I'm like, oh fuck, they're not gonna. And now they're continuing there because now he's older. And then yeah. they bring the older guy, that the Mad Men yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, yes. That was great. I, they didn't. They didn't mess that up. You had a great call out, and I was like, ah. like, oh no. And he came. and was like, oh wait. And then you see, no, uh, yeah, and then you see good. Agent Carter, a little bit older. Oh, ah, so oh good. Peggy Carter can do no wrong. Yeah. Let, let's just say that she is by far one of the best characters. Yeah. Did any of you guys see the uh, that series that they did? Oh, I was gonna say I'm, I was I was gonna talk about that maybe in the spoilers section. They made a couple allusions to that to that, that series. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I I really like the shout out because. I feel like those one-offs aren't necessarily, weren't perfectly connected. Like, they're kind of shoehorned in. Like, the little, it's the movie call-outs, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, it's like, oh, yeah, they actually exist. Thing, yeah. yeah, whereas, you know, the TV shows can reference the movies, but it feels like the movies Which never... is what happening, is happening with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I feel like, it's not, it, it has its own line, and then everything happens around it. And then every once in a while they're like, oh yeah, because, you know, Thor fucking destroyed everything, so now we have to go to London. Yeah. And then they do, like, a two-second bit on the show, and then the show kind of does its own but thing. But the thing is, and though, that Thor never thinks about Agents of exactly. S.H.I.E.L.D. when he destroys his next exactly. thing. Exactly. And so that's, that's the problem. Like, what, what are they doing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like, what's the deal? I thought the second season was, was pretty A little easy. bit better. But, it it, yeah, but it still has no... Because now... They made an illusion in Ant-Man about Hydra, but if if you just watch the show, the uh, the Hydra is such a big deal in the universe, like yeah. in, the, in that universe. It's still and going on. They don't say anything on any other movie. It is nice to see that it's it's showing up everywhere. Like it feels like at first when we in like the old, like the first movies, it's a little bit and it's gone. But now that we're getting to these like the second phase and we're all the way through, it's clearly been established. Well, it only sh- showed up in Captain America one for yeah. phase one. Yeah. Oh, true, true. So it's like started there, and now it's like, oh, actually, yeah. all these other movies are starting to be tied. So clearly, this. I I, I still like, I'm, I'm, I'm still gonna keep watching Agents of Shield, but it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Who's thoughts on the movie? Oh, I loved it. Uh, again, Paul Rudd carried it. Dude, the macro lens photography of when he shrinks down, especially that first shot when he's in the bathtub. Bathtub scene is great. That yeah. bathtub scene, I'm just like, wow. They especially, I'm not a big fan of IMAX or 3D. Like 3D's, some movies are good with it, some movies aren't. But they really did the 3D well in that bathtub scene because I was just like, this is perfect. Like yeah. this is, I hope they carry it. And honestly, all the shrinkage scenes after that weren't nearly as good as that bathtub shot. There were some really cool shots when he was like running through like ant tunnels and the ants are all following him and that looked really cool with the 3D and the depth and all that. But man, that bathtub shot and overall everything was good. I really loved the movie. Um, it would definitely be on my top five Marvel movies. Oh, which we'll yes. talk about we'll talk about that later. We'll talk yeah, about that yeah, later. Bro. That's it's definitely up there. No, yeah, it's on my top nice. five. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that too. Uh, but I, I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoy the first time that uh, like he shrinks and when they introduced kind of Michael Douglas' character, and it's like a small uh, uh, snapshot of, you know, this thing jumping around, like, fighting tanks during the Cold War, I was like, oh, that's 
oh, I'm glad. That's actually pretty cool. That's really mm-hmm. interesting. Then the first time that Scott Lang went went uh, was shrunk, yeah. went to the bathtub, out of the bathtub, into the club scene, like all sorts of stuff, like goes down, skips a record. It was like, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty cool. That's really it, cool. It, 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 yeah. it just continues going that whole, through. like, Mary John into the it, world of I mean, Small. I, I, I thought, like, oh, we! It felt like a huge illusion or so, something to... Um, uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids almost because like the vacuum cleaner kind of yeah. popping out of that like going through and outside and falling on the actual head of a car and it's like, <laughs> like oh, okay, whatever. So I just loved that. That entire sequence, I was like, oh, this one's beautiful. The other thing I really liked about this movie is that not a single actor in it did I feel like they were foaming it in. Mm. Like even That's Michael Douglas, who's won like I think he's won an Academy Award, and like he's really proper. He's like, royalty. Like, he's, he's royalty, yeah. and he clearly like I could see the genuine like I am having fun in his eyes. Yeah, I mean, he had some of the best like speeches in that movie, oh, like yeah. the most genuine like real speeches, which Paul Rudd did his own thing in response to, but like. That's, I mean, that's what really made this movie work. It was really a heartfelt movie. Yeah. Like, it had substance. It really, like, there... I think we'll... I think we maybe we'll talk about the Marvel villains and like, how they're working in their universe later. But, man, the, the real thing was, like, there's, there's substance behind the movie um, without giving too much away. Yeah. And then there's Paul Rudd, who is, like, kind of that counteract to it. Um, and they, I think they, they fit those two puzzle pieces exactly together, where there's enough comic relief, and there's there's, there's more jokes than Guardians. Mm-hmm. I think Guardians might be a little bit of a funnier, fun movie, um, but there's definitely more jokes in Ant-Man, um, but they fit so well between like these, these back and forth. The thing I can liken it to is what the Thor movie should have been like. Yeah, if they cut, if they cut, like, if they didn't make the Thor movies so campy, I think that they could have had him in. I think that, uh, like, the, yeah, what was it Walter Payton? Is that his name? Who's the director? Walter Payton? No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Payton. Is that something Payton? He's running back to the put that took that like because Thor tried too hard to be serious right. and to try to have emotional weight like oh my god my Jane is missing on me I <laughs> have to go same, save her on that same note like comparing Ant-Man to Thor Anthony uh, Anthony Hopkins totally fucking phoned it in oh yeah and yeah. you can see it oh, and even yeah. Natalie Portman to a certain degree really like you could tell well, in certain scenes she was just like okay I'm I don't think Natalie Portman can act I don't think she's going <laughs> in I just think that she's I just think she's a I don't I think I think there's like a sample size here that uh, either either she elevates for like a couple a couple movies but like for the most part she she's like pretty garbage and I'll be I'll free I, I, I think it was a, I think what Black Swan that's the one movie that I think she elevates it, you know, for. V for Vendetta. She was good, but Hugo, Hugo Weaving carried that. Yeah. And he didn't even show his face. Well, she's not saying that she's bad in that movie. She's great in that movie, too. She's, she's all right. Like, yeah. Also, The Professional. She's, come she's on. also yeah, like, yeah. six. Yeah. She's also fantastic in Mars Attacks, but, like, no oh, one Mars Attacks. Oh, so good. Yeah. I like that movie, bro. Yeah. No one would ever say, like, Madeline Portman, great actress. Saw her in Mars Attacks. <laughs> Can't believe she didn't win the, the Golden Globe for that. Like, um, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like everybody in that movie, 
Oh yeah, I really I, was there to have a blast. Yeah, I think yeah, you know, you could you could tell they were having a fun time. Like yeah. again, they married they married the 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 emotional depth behind these characters with the comedy like perfectly, and they transitioned marvelously between the and two. And it's so accessible, and the pacing is really good too. Yeah, everything the that everyone said about very, Ultron very good. is completely undone in Ant Man. Yeah, the pacing pacing is a common criticism of Ultron. I if I don't know if y'all done an Ultron one before. No. Um, as being your special uh, uh, guest. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we can, I, when it comes out, I want to see it again. Yeah, I, I want to see it again. You should, well, you should do a DVD special. You, you, did, you did hear that they're not coming out with the uh, director's cut. Yeah. That's okay. I'll watch, I'll watch Walter when it comes out and I'll see I it. I thoroughly enjoyed I So uh, did I, but so, so did I. Honestly, I, we, I, I liked it better than the first Avengers. All right. I agree. I can hear your listeners screaming right now. All Ryan Bowden now. So yeah, I, I, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the, the common criticism is the, the pacing on that. I, I can understand that. I the second time I saw it uh, was definitely like, oh yeah, I know what's gonna happen. Like I, I can really enjoy what's going on. Everything about that sort of pacing though is Ant Man nails. Like Ant Man is just from top to bottom, just like very accessibly paced. Like yeah. you understand what's going on. Even when Michael Pena's character is speaking at hyperspeed, um, you still kind of like you get what's going on. You find it funny. Like can I say, that little girl is awesome. She was good. She was great. Oh my god, dude. She She was actually great. I I like her a lot. And And she. Are you looking for my daddy? Yeah, we're looking to uh, you know keep him safe. We don't catch you. With the with the cereal, yeah. that's like basically a mic drop right yeah. there. It's just like it's like I'm not gonna speak anymore, so yeah. Yeah, um, she's pretty good. One like one thing that I did I thoroughly enjoyed about this movie, like and it also talks to a testament of like Paul Red's character. Now I'm not sure if this was I'm interested if this was like something that he wanted to do, or if this was because Peyton Reed was the uh, director. Um, and I'm not sure if this was something that he wanted to do or something that he was told to do, but every time the movie got cheesy, and that means like it got either super heavy or kind of boring or a little bit, wait, this is too much of a, you're trying to push me to a particular moment of like father-daughter scene or kind of, oh, we're all getting back together scene. He would he would mess it up. It was like that was a good speech. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. I like this. You breaking down walls. Oh, yeah. oh come on! I'm like yes, like thank you for that. Like that's breaking that fourth wall. They just a little they bit. probably tailored yeah. that um, that character for him to do I that because he's just who was the, who was supposed to be A Man originally? Cause Cause it was no, was it because A Man was supposed to be the first one? A Man was like dreamed up in 06. No, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry if I'm breaking this one. Ant-Man was supposed to uh, be the predecessor to Iron Man, um, and for whatever reason, they couldn't nail down the script. Technology, probably. Well, and Edgar Wright, Wright was attached for a really long and, time. Yeah, Edgar Wright apparently kept on rewriting, and then it didn't work, and then it was supposed to be Ant-Man, Iron Man, and Hulk, and that was supposed to set the whole thing off. And they just Ant Man kept on getting delayed. I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of agree with it. I think that if the Marvel Cinematic Universe started with Paul Rudd, I don't know if it'd be like. I think that Robert Downey Jr. set the bar so unbelievably high and was just like, you don't think about Robert Downey Jr. or Tony Stark. They're just 
the same entity. Yeah. I think that that was it worked out for them. Okay. Um, so, but I don't I don't know who was who might have been the original because I I kind of doubt I don't know this for certain, but I kind of doubt it was Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd wouldn't have been as big back in 06. He's yeah. not that big right did, now. Uh, in 06, did, he didn't have one around. They, in the comic book, they passed the, the Ant-Man suit to somebody yeah. else. Yeah, there's yeah. Whoa, yeah. three. Yeah. 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 Scott Lang's the most, like, comic. So he's like an actual character yes. in the comics? Yeah, yes. yeah. And okay. it's the same thing. He stole the suit and became it. Okay. Yeah, okay. so uh, I, I think... I think it worked out for him, but it, it's it's interesting where it kind of like came out. I think that you can really feel the the effect that like because Paul Rudd get, got a writing credit on this movie. Now once once Paul Rudd is in, do is there any like leaked details of how many movies he's attached to do? So he's every 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 big time Marvel character, um, and this is now. So this isn't originally. But every big time Marvel character is signed to a minimum of three contract, uh, three picture deal. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know about Paul Rudd and uh, E. Lily. I don't have no idea. Evangeline. Evangeline. I, I was no. pronouncing it like different every single time. E. Lily. Uh, Miss Lily. Miss um, <laughs> is, is she? I don't even know if she's married. I'm married. Uh, I seriously. Yeah, After Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd. It's a package deal now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. So all, all of them, including our wonderful Michael Pena, is uh, are they all signed to a three uh, movie deal? Okay. So. Um, oh, man, I would love that, to see Paul Rudd and Michael Pena and Happy and Robert Downey Jr. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 All of the screen for like five minutes. So it's like the reason the cool. reason that they do this, and not to to avoid the this, you know the spoiler section, because uh, one of the things with Marvel is that they announce the movie so far in advance that you kind of know what will What's transpire. Um, they sign these deals as so they don't have to renegotiate. So Marvel can terminate the contract at any time, hmm. aka kill them off. We don't want to work with you anymore. Please, Natalie Portman, don't ever work with her again. Um, so, so having a three, you know, picture deal doesn't mean you're gonna show up in three pictures. Um, it's just you're locked down for if anything happens. Yeah, it's just so they don't have to renegotiate, and like, cause these movies move pretty fast, so yeah. they, they just they they get them. So anyone, anyone that that includes uh, Mr. Uh, English Fancy Pants in Doctor Strange. Uh, Mr. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I think that's oh, a lot of him. Um, oh, he's gonna do Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's Doctor Strange. Yeah, which I have a slight boner. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're all they're all there. Um, so I mean, again, with any spoilers, Ant Man could make it out of Ant Man, and it could die. We'll talk about that later. Um, we're you know so to clear that, but but every character gets three deal, deal okay. uh, three picture deal. So we all love this movie. Yeah. So let's talk about grades, and then we're also right. gonna do like our top five Marvel movies that you're talking about. So let's start with grades for Ant Man. What would you give? Uh, uh shit. Um, we I'll do high school grades. High school. I'll do EFG. Or <laughs> I'll definitely do B plus, man. B plus. B plus. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll do B plus, man. All right. So we're we're grading on the Marvel scale, and this weighs very much 
into our light just dipped. Yeah. I don't know if you guys all saw that. Yeah, it's, right the it's a ghost. <laughs> yeah. It's a ghost. The ghost that rained up? No, no, I'm just no, saying. The ghost that opened the window. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Um, Which is rained up. So, so I'm going to give it on the Marvel scale because... I think that I would rather. Yeah, you have to. You have to yeah. do Marvel movies against Marvel movies. You can't do it against everything. I would rather watch Thor two than than Trainwreck, but Thor two is probably a Marvel D plus, whereas Trainwreck is like a regular movie. Don't watch it. Um, right? Isn't that what you're saying? I didn't say that at all. Sorry, all right, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm jumping on that. I'm, 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 I'm just jumping on your review here. Uh, <laughs> We were talking about Trey Craig this episode. Yeah, you did. No, I did. No, we oh, didn't. We were, oh, we were talking about talking about it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, listen, all right, listen, all right, we, we can cut this in post. Hey, I take it to you now. You just got to give it a letter grade, man. I'd say it's an A minus. Out of a high school one, I think it's right under upper, like, the holy trinity for me. Okay. We'll talk about it when we come back around. A minus? I would actually say A minus as well. Um, close to a B plus, but like, I would feel bad giving the kid a B plus. Like, he earned that A minus. Like, yeah. you know, we'll let him take it. Um, I'm gonna be a little bit different. I was gonna say A minus until you two said it, so I'm gonna give it an A. Just Ooh. a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and the reason why is that I look at it, if we're talking about the Marvel whole cinematic universe, I always have to look at, well, this is an origins film. Mm-hmm. And out of all the origin films that happen, do you really count Thor? As much as I thoroughly enjoy The Incredible Hulk, I know it's terrible, but I feel like I like more, I like Ant Man more than any of them now. I love Iron Man. I know. I know. I would definitely say. I would definitely say that Iron Man is I up thir- echelon. I, like what yeah, we're in the, I the thoroughly love Iron Man, but it's it's a, it's a great movie. It really is. But now I'll look at the flip side of like issues that I have with Iron Man, I have less with Ant Man. So that's why I give it an A, and that's yeah. why I give like In- the origins story better. Interesting, because that's why I gave him the A minus, because I didn't want to give Iron Man the A, but I didn't want to give Ant Man any less. Sure. I think that in terms of origin movies, they're both unbelievable. I think that if you had to give it like it's A minus, you give Iron Man a ninety three and Ant Man a ninety two from this only perspective that Iron Man started off. Like there's a little bit of like there's there must have been a day one shooting where all of those guys hanging out were like is this really gonna work? Well the thing is Marvel itself was bankrupt. Oh yeah like if Iron Man doesn't work out we're closing shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, no, I, I would say I, I say B plus because it was a perfect Marvel formula movie. Yeah. They didn't do it. I don't think they broke out of their formula that much, and it, it's not to me. Iron Man, for example, is it, it broke out of any conventional thing because it was the first one, mm-hmm. and then I think that now. There's no movie that's gonna be that good in terms of like the first impression, like shit, this is like a whole new thing because they have the formula down. Well, so for me, it was it was very fun. It was one of my 
I would definitely say I top five. This kind of, but it's it's it breaks the Marvel formula a little yeah, bit. Because it does it's a heist yeah. yeah. film. Yeah. Why do you say that? I would say it kind of breaks it because it's more of a heist movie than a traditional. True. Like, but you can do it. I, you can do the Marvel formula mm-hmm. with any format, kind of like what uh, Pixar does. Right. They do the Pixar, formula, Pixar formula with any any type but of feature. We're gonna make you laugh. We're gonna make you It's cry, also just the kind of the hero cycle of. Every movie. Well, Marvel movies have a very kind of witty, witty superhero who makes yeah. the kind of quirky banner, yeah. and like, yeah, it's definitely a Marvel. Except for the film, but it's it's Except fantastic. You, everybody should go see this movie. And I love Chris yes. Hemsworth. Sorry, um, I, I don't mean to shit on Thor unnecessarily. No, and Thor was a bad movie. It's okay. Would you guys say two D, three D, three D IMAX? I honestly didn't notice the difference. Me neither. Yeah. Save the money. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'd save the money. The, the, the big thing is about the sound, it. and there's one scene uh, near the end of the movie that I literally got chills, probably because of the sound of it happening. And hmm. On the 3D IMAX? Yeah. So that's but this, that's one scene yeah. out of a two-hour movie. So. I enjoyed it with IMAX, man. Yeah. I would definitely see well, it. Because of the sound, but because of the visuals? Like, the, I like that, too. I think that yeah. since we started watching movies, like, you know, three, four years ago, I think that the 3D has gotten better. So I think it's a little bit more enjoyable now. I don't know if it's $5 better, though. <laughs> I can get myself a sandwich for $5. <laughs> so it's like, if I go out for long. Yeah. But if I can go, if I can make a whole night out of it, feed myself, and go to a movie, I don't Do think it's... I think that, yeah, I, th- I think it was, it was like... Give Marvel your money for this one. Yeah. Like, Marvel earned their money for this movie, absolutely. Um, I think that I can still... I should still be able to eat, though. Like, like Ultron? Yeah. Do that in 3D. That was incredible. And, man, it didn't quite, like, come to life as much. Opening weekend, um, for all the Marvel films, this is one of the lowest. Yeah. I can see that. Because it opened... It opened against Minions, which was the highest. Ugh. Trash. Yeah, I know, which was funny going back. Can I see? Yeah, top five. Top five. Can I? Oh, never mind. I was going to say, can I make one last point? Yeah. Talking about sound, uh, the score in this movie is absolutely yes. incredible. And I mentioned talking about this before. Like, it is, so when every, and I pointed this out the first time uh, we, uh, we saw this movie, that every other movie is doing the Inception thing and uh, like you have a funk band playing behind Ant-Man yep. like, a, like a, a live funk band with like a whole brass section and that's like the predominant like you know parts of the score and it is incredible to hear like um, I, I think that Marvel, the sound effects are good too yeah yeah the sound effects sound are great on point yeah. The, yeah. The, I think that they, they did a great job. Like I, I watched a documentary on uh, Tom Morello scoring. I think it was Iron Man two, and so like what? Some Tom Morello did. Iron he Man didn't two? score all of it, but so what they did was they had the main composer come in and then wrote the scene. Um, you know, wrote the music for the scene, and then they just had Tom Morello improvise over it. Nice. And so all the electric guitar that you hear in it is all Tom Morello just sitting watching the movie and playing along to the score. Hmm. Um, I'm glad we got you the. Yeah, yeah. Really so, cool. yeah. so when you look at it, like I'm trying to think about, it, like, and that, but that makes sense. It's like you have these great moments with Iron Man. Uh, I, I really, you, the Ryan Dowd, uh, aka the viewer, um, <laughs> aka the listener. Um, so, if he doesn't need any more ammo to do that, um, with. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, when you think about that, like, uh, <laughs> I, and I have to go back and listen to it, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, unbelievable score. Yes. Wait. Now, somebody, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, go ahead. Because is, is it the score or the soundtrack? Well, so both. Well, two. Well, right, right. Vastly different. They, they are, but we're talking in film. So that means everything. That means incidental music. That means... Uh, behind the scenes music that the viewer only sees. We're we're gonna go. We're gonna combine it because I think the score is not very good. But right. The soundtrack but the soundtrack. Is all the yeah. That but that's love. that's what I'm thinking of all the music. So anything that's not dialogue and sound that isn't dialogue and isn't sound effects. Yeah. Let's just go music. Um, I think Guardians has a very high bar. I think that Iron Man. When you think about Iron Man, it opened with an ACDC song, song, which set the entire tone that this is going to be some cock-rocking, you know... And then, and then, and then, and then, and well, then he ended with Iron Man. Yes. And then, but, like, you you think about some of the other ones, like, Incredible Hulk was whatever. It had some military kind of moments when the military was there. I'll listen to it tomorrow, you can't, but but when you think about like Avengers, you think about the Avengers theme. Yeah, and you can you can sing that melody and that like that melody goes with that three sixty you know degree shot that they do. They are you can't separate them. Mm-hmm. That that sound element um, is entirely one hundred percent part of that moment. And so like when you think of like the and if we're about to talk about our top five. Um, one thing that you can also think about is, is the music element. Is that like you're, we're about to name these movies in our top five, and I guarantee, and I think maybe the one that I can't quite do is uh, Winter Soldier. I think that had just like kind of your. I mean, I'm sure I it was. I'm that. sure it was good, but it wasn't like a memorable Hollywood. Like it wasn't like John Williams scored it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but when you think about it, like we're, we're I guarantee you we're about to name a couple of Avengers films in our top fives, and I guarantee you we're going to talk about Guardians. And I guarantee you we're going to probably mention Iron Man and Ant-Man. And, like, those scores really... And Ant-Man is absolutely included because they did something completely different. So, what's your five? What's my five? Oh, you, oh, you start. All right, all right. Dude, so, you're, 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 you're ranting. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Just go. Um, so, so, I have... I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, start, start with five. Start with five. Yeah, man. Start with five. You guys are killing me right now. Um... This is gonna hurt me a lot. So you it's, want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. I'm, I gotta dwell on my uh, like a little bit right now. Guardians is number one. Oh, fine, okay. Fine choice. That's without a doubt. Um, I, you know, I thought about this after walking, coming back from the movie, and we were all talking about. It. I would put Winter Soldier as number two. Okay. Iron Man is three. Ultron is number four. Yeah. And number five would be Ant Man. No, no. I would actually put Ant Man above Ultron. Ooh. I'd probably put Ant Man at four and Ultron at five. So Avengers not up there at all? No. Avengers one, I was actually not a fan of. I it, there were a lot of scenes where you're like, oh my god, that's amazing. But as a tactile film, I was I'll do mine because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any uh, color commentary on this one. Uh-huh. Iron Man one. It's gonna be the number one. That's yeah. my favorite movie. Ant Man, number two. No way! Wow. Wow. It has the same style as just. But you need a B plus. Well, yes, 
because right now we know the formula, and the formula fucking works, man. Oh, I'm interested. Sorry. Um, sorry. That's fair. Avengers, number three. Winter Soldier, number four. Um, and I know a lot of people are gonna hate me, but for number five, I'm gonna say the combined strength of everything that Thor does. Thor is my favorite character. Bro, no, yeah, no, bro, you know, no. So not, not, not the movies, not the movies. Thor as a character, Please. everything that he goes Select in. number five movie. You cannot yeah. say that. Yeah. I, 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 no, I know what you're talking no. about. I, so I know what you're talking about. Like, that <laughs> there's there's certain, like, when Thor's on Asgard or when Thor's with the Avengers, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, but and, and Chris Helmsworth does a great job at playing that character. Very true. But that's... Okay, well, fine. But you're going to stop being an asshat. Stop being an asshat. I said yeah. hat, please. Uh, um, yeah, I'll do Guardians, my fifth one. Okay. But I do uh, love Thor so, a lot. So I'll go first, and then our, our hostess with the most will go last. Um, I'll, I'll take it. I'll go contrary to Jesse. Um, I'll go Winter Soldier number one. This flips with my number two basically every other day. I'll go Guardians number two. Um, I will go Ultron number three. Uh, I thought it was a more complete movie than the first Avengers. Um, then gotta go Iron Man number four, Ant Man number five. And those that's are five. It. And that's, that's five. five. I was about to say more, but Warren gave me the I will. I will reach across this microphone and slap you if you uh, say more. So I'm, I'm clearly I'm going to be different. Yeah. Um, because Guardians is not up there. For Wow. Yeah, I know. I tell this every That's why I was I would I would do like the collective Thor yeah. anthology, but fuck I it. mean I, and I also don't want to say because if this was my favorite, I'm not gonna say it was my favorite, but Incredible Hawk is a uh, honorable Incredible Hulk is a is a good I, uh, I dark horse movie. I, 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 I like the movie. I don't know why I love it. Wait, Incredible Incredible Hulk was the No, the Incredible Hulk. Hmm. Yeah, no, the yeah, the Yeah, the one that with Ed Norton. Yeah, Ed Norton. Ed Norton Ed Norton's one. Um, but that's not there in my top five. That's probably like six. <clears throat> number wow. one is Age of Ultron. Mm. Number two is Avengers. I love ensemble movies. I can care less what anybody else says. Number three is Iron Man. Number four is Ant Man. Number five is Winter Soldier. Yeah. Alright, good. Still good. So. What was the one that you named? Oh, so you would have said Incredible Hulk would have been your six. It's it's, it's scraping right up there. Just because of, I thought, like, Incredible Hulk was the dude. I played with him all video games. Oh, you played with him? Yeah. But that's, the movie was terrible. So you're the only a fan of a different... You, I love Thor. Likes Thor. I love you Thor. like the Hulk. Uh, Warren likes the Hulk. Who's your favorite Avenger? Captain My America. favorite Avenger. Oh. Wait, are we talking comic book or like movie version? Oh, like comic book. I, I don't have. know. I think it's everything. Because the reason why I like the Incredible Hulk was because of the video games. So yeah, I don't, I don't know the comic book. I do. I do love the 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 whole uh, mythology for Wolverine and Spider Man. Yeah, well, no, that doesn't, that doesn't we, can, we can't because he's we can't. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk movies. movies. Who's your favorite movie Avenger? Well, in 2019, it will be Peter Quill, uh, but that's because he's not an Avenger yet. Um, Spoiler: mm. I didn't know that. 
technically the Guardians turned them down. They say, hey, you want to be Avengers? Oh, really? Like, really? You guys want to guard one planet? Yeah. Yeah. They invite the Guardians to join the Avengers, and the Guardians all say, like, you want us to defend one planet? Like, screw you guys. We're all out. Well, I, I hope that in Guardians 2 they have an Earthbound hero. I, I mean, the, the popular, like, fan theory is that the Hulk ends up over there. I personally want uh, Iron Man to end up with the, the Guardians. I know it will never happen, but I think it would be cool to see. That's actually well, because Planet Hulk. Solid point. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid. And he's not doing anything, as we think, because he's of Ultron. Playing on the Quinjet. Maybe? Yeah, he's hanging out. Um, I think. All right. Wow. Favorite Avenger. Come on. Because I would say, dude, Tony Stark is my. You, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. you have to. I, I'd be really interested. And I was talking to one of our dear friends um, about this. I think maybe after. Next May, you might have a real good case for Captain America. Well, Cap has some really badass fight scenes. Yeah, like that fight on the jet that he does in Winter Soldier, where he like like slams his shield down and rides it. Yeah, like in the fight against Ultron, like Cap has some really badass had, fight scenes. Oh, and he's the, the fight against Ultron because he knew he was gonna lose that. Yeah, battle, but he was like, well, that's ah, that's Cap's entire thing. Cap just knows he's gonna lose, but he's gonna do it anyway. He's literally been doing it. Since what, the fourth scene in the first Avenger? Yeah. You know, like, he, when he jumped on the grenade, like, oh, spoilers for that movie. Um, that he, sur- he survived the Captain grenade. That was Captain America. Yeah. yeah. That was uh, no, I know, I know. I'm just making the theme of our discussion. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That was. <laughs> I was like, Avenger? Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think Captain America knows he's gonna lose. Pretty much, uh, well, he thinks he's going to lose every fight he enters. The thing think with Captain America, which we were, we were talking about in the drive, drive here, is that I think that he he has the most defined character out of everybody. Because we know, like... I think Tony, Tony does. No, but Tony's like, the ah, dick swinging, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, he can go either way, because he turned into a pussy on, the, on Iron Man 3. But I would and say... And then be like, whatever, but... Well, he had some issues. Yeah, I would yeah, say Tony Hawk is a pussy. But, so anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is... I would like, say Tony Hawk has the only complete Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk, bro. I said Tony Stark. No, you said, said Tony, Tony Hawk. Hawk. Rewind it. Oh, Dude, that's uh, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Anyways, plug for that game. I'm sure that game needs plugs from us. I'm sure. Um, no, I think Tony Stark has a, a, an actual complete story. I think that he started off as this playboy billionaire. He gets called out by Cap, at, you know, and then you see him in Iron Man 2, and it's, he's pretty much the same character in that. He gets called out in Captain America for being for being a playboy billionaire. Um, he's called out in the Avengers by Captain America for being a playboy. And then he has that redemption arc, and then in Iron Man 3, you get to see the aftermath of that redemption. I think that right now, like, they've it wonderfully done um, Tony Stark's complete arc, and it's now entering in Captain America's... Arc. I want to see how he turns out on Civil War, and then I'll let you know. But to me, I think the most defined, like, oh, I know, like, I know where he's coming from. Yeah. More to well, me is, is Captain America. Um, but, you know... Yeah, well, cool. Let's. Uh, uh, I love. I'm loving this conversation. Let me get all things Marvel here. So right now we're actually going to transition to talking about spoiler section for Ant Man. So get ready. You guys ready? <laughs>
Yeah. You guys ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alright, no, no, I mean that thing. Yeah, that's it. So, this is the outfit. I want to do that. Yeah. Uh, welcome back. Hey. So, now we're going to kind of round off the show. We're going to talk about one of your favorite sections. It's going to be the spoiler section. Woo. I don't know why I'm going to ghost sound that. It's weird. Um, because we're not yeah. ghosts with us. So, we're going to go into spoilers. We're going to actually talk about spoilers of Ant-Man. Talk about, you know, the end credit scenes. We're going to talk about everything. So, if you haven't seen the movie, this will ruin the movie for you. So I like how the spoilers is, aren't even the ending of the movie. They're literally just like skip the ending, just go to the spoil yeah, uh, the sure. end credits. Um, so yeah, let's get into the spoiler section. I'm gonna start because I want to start off with the negative things. I feel like a lot of the spoilers hopefully will be pretty positive and pretty interesting. But something I didn't like about the movie, and this is you know you mentioned this before of like Marvel and these villains things. We can talk about that for a little bit, but. Much like Iron Man 3, like Iron, oh, excuse me, Iron Man 1, I don't even talk about Iron Man 3, um, Iron Man 1's villain and Ant-Man's villain. And I was like, you know what, I don't mind Ant-Man's villain that much. Like, he, like he's a protege, he was like almost a son um, to Michael Douglas' character that got like shunned away and he still wanted to try to do what he necessarily needed to do. I was buying the fact that he was being evil because like, he was being shunned away. He just wanted to like prove himself. He wanted to prove himself. He got into it with the wrong people, and then that happened. When they mentioned the fact that his serum that he was trying to use, the PIMS technology, was messing with his brain chemistry, I didn't. I was like, ah. No, so. I didn't like that at all. Yes. So I can see that. doing it to himself. That was the other thing, too. I was like, wait, he's well, being messed up by the PIM particles? So he's like inhaling them? Like, well, what is he doing? Not he's not like being, exactly being around it and being constantly surrounded by that, I think. And he, at that point, he really hasn't gone through the process, but that's, I think that's why Pim created the helmet because he was actually going through the process that he protected his brain. But I think that. Is that why? I never that? thought that Cross was evil. Yeah. And it flipped. It flipped I flipped thought that right? he always was very driven to to show him wrong and then the whole situation with the particle just put him over the top to actually be like fuck it I need to achieve this now at all cost you know I, I, I think that's that was what I took out of it no. and that's why to me it was like okay I can like, see this totally can, be a thing I, I can um, believe, I can also believe that he was trying to create a particle that nobody could recreate except um, Hank Pym so he had like a knockoff serum. Well, no, he's he's also met, well. He had like a knockoff that was close, but it fucked up with himself. And, I, and what I thought was okay, if he got close to making this serum or his this pin particle, it messed with his brain. Could this be a reason why Hank can't wear the suit? Was it an emotional thing because his wife passed? Or, or well, no, but he says that he, take, he took himself? a toll. Like, cause, yeah, because well, uh, yeah, to the toe, like physically. I think it was physically. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. he's taking some heavy hits. Yeah, I think, like, they, I think they, they took that like but, ambiguous. But then like, why would you let Scott Lang wear the suit? Because for for Pim's 
and on Pimp's idea of the whole thing, this is just a one-off. Yeah. He's just going to do a one-off. We're going to get that in, destroy everything, and then we're going to put the Ant-Man to rest because we don't want anybody yeah. to, to be the, the, the holder of this power. That's fair. Um, okay. That's my takeaway out of it. Which, by the way, they never established if Scott gets to keep the suit. They're like, they oh, yeah, you're going to be an Avenger. And he's like, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. I feel like because no, no, yeah, not at all. Not at all. At, at the end scene, he talked about it because when he was like, oh, hey, work's calling... That made it seem like he no, was gonna keep but the for suit. me, work calling was he's still gonna be a thief. Mm. That to me, that's what I took away from. Yeah, that's what I took away. Oh, wow. I, I took never, away. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm still gonna you know, be a fucking you know, thief. I didn't even catch on that. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely then, right. But the entire thing with Mikey Pena's character was like basically his whole but, awesome exposition was the Avengers asking him to join. But Scott Lang didn't know. But he that's was not meeting exactly that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really know that it's the Falcon. Like, you don't really know that. We know that. Speaking of the Falcon, that scene. Oh, unbelievable. I think that that scene was like, fuck, man. We should sprinkle a little bit of the Avengers in. Do we need it? Well, no, not not really. really. And they're like, can we do it? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it, let's do it. I love love that fact. And this is why I give a slight nod. It's unfair nod, but whatever. I give a slight nod to Ant-Man, just a little bit grading. But I appreciate Iron Man more. That's why Iron Man is above my Mm Ant-Man. I give a slight nod because it recognizes the world that has been created already. Um, why Hank Pym disagrees with the Avengers dropping out cities like he got throwaway line I was like ha ha (laughs) but then um, I also appreciate the fact that you can you can do this like Iron Man can't like that movie couldn't establish like it started it all so it couldn't establish any other like ties into any of the movies so that movie movie has to be great on its own yes right this movie here didn't have to use it. I felt like it didn't have to be. But when the moment they were like, oh, we're going to go to upstate, all they mentioned in the end of Age of Ultron said, we have a new base upstate. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, and that's funny. So you catch it when they well, said, yeah, like, fuck well, with this I'm from upstate New York. So I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. Anything said was in upstate. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's close to me. So... When they said that in Age of Ultron, I'm like, okay, I'll log that away for it. I mean, they popped it up, and he's like, oh my gosh. And when he put down the actual uh, blueprint, it's the same. It's literally the same. I didn't catch it. I didn't forget. And I totally don't remember this. What happened to the tower? Is the tower just not a thing anymore? And then they have this new facility that's going to be the Avengers facility The tower is Tony Stark's home. And then the Avengers facility is the Avengers facility. Oh, that, okay. They're that, two separate things. That was the Avengers right, facility. Yeah. Right. They moved. So they moved, moved upstate because they, they disbanded and now they're doing the New York. Well, the tower was basically right. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know the, the Falcon scene was a fucking scene, right? Oh, yeah. It had nothing so, to do with the rest Yeah, of so they, they... Well, no, no. They, they're literally on record where they're like, yeah, um... We we need like every heist film has the practice heist, mm-hmm. and so we need it. And then you know someone in in the production room, probably some high up person, was like, "Why aren't he fighting an Avenger?" And then everyone kind of like light bulbed on it and like, "Yeah, he should fight an Avenger." Yeah. And then and you kind of it rolled from there. But it was literally just like. They had the rest of the movie planned out, and they just had this one little missing gap of like, how do we prepare him for the main heist? 
Might as well just try and rock I also like that Falcon wasn't just the punk who got his ass kicked. Yeah, like he, he shows up and like he's like, oh, he doesn't see me. He's like, I'm too. You're right, right there. there. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, like, do you but it was there? such a nice uh, choice of Avenger too. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he's the new Avenger, and he's also like fighting a new superhero. But Falcon's better. Than well, like, like Falcon was in fucking Age of Ultron. Like, and, right, and, but, but, he, but he became the the Avenger in Age of Ultron. Right. On Captain America, who was kind of like, like figuring yeah, out like, yeah, what's yeah. going on. I feel like this is the only Avenger it would have worked with besides War Machine. Yeah, I, I was yeah. literally in my head, I was trying to think of the new Avengers, and like, well, if or Vision showed up, Scarlet Witch. No, Scarlet Witch fucking destroy. Scarlet Witch is the most powerful being yeah. in the Avengers. Like Vision, Vision, no. Vision would like, destroy no, him too. Like, I feel like Rhodey, Rhodey, Rhodey would have sought. Well, could have probably picked up his signature. Yeah. And Man, he's gonna make Black Widow, no. Captain America, no. So the only only other Avenger would work with was those. It two. Had. I was like, I'm I'm glad that it was yeah. one of those. Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, Did fine. you guys catch the uh, Witch? Because you you saw it the first time. Did you catch the It's a Small World after yeah. all? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. You know, I That's didn't, I didn't, I didn't catch it the first time. No, but it's so good. Like, yeah, I got that immediately. Oh. And he said, no whistling, no whistling. Immediately, I'm like, okay, he's going to whistle. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm wondering when he's going to whistle. Ah, and I thought so it was going to be good. the Amy Griffin's theme show song. I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. But then it was It's a Small World from Disney World. Yeah. Like, oh, so a so little, little personal story about this. I used to... I used um, to be a little person. <laughs> I, used to, I used to go to uh, the Disney store. In fact, uh, my performance art group, whatever you want to call it, we used to wear like Disney shirts. It was a Winnie the Pooh shirt. And so we used to get made fun of like, oh, what are you dudes doing in like the Disney store? And now you walk into the Disney store and it's all Star Wars and all Marvel. So it's just like the coolest yeah. place to be for like someone in your mid 20s to mid 30s. Like, it's like, oh yeah, it's the stuff I like. It's in the Disney store. Huh. But back in the day, yeah, not as cool. Yeah. Um, what other spoilers in the movie? Well, I mean, like, well, what, the what, what are the spoilers? Well, Can we? Talk about the last, last, last end credit. Well, let's let's get that's that's gonna be the capstone. That's gonna be the capstone. Yeah. Let's talk about. Because that's the only thing I was like, oh yay, what? Well, let's talk about like, what was it? The um, getting very small. What was the name of that that area? Before we do this, can I touch on the villain theory? The microverse. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I go into the villain first? So, uh, and I alluded to this earlier in the the, the, the old cast. Um, the villains in the Marvel Universe have been, like, amazingly chastised as being, like, one-dimensional and kind of arbitrary. And and Darren Cross, to me, was was awesome. Yeah. Um, from one perspective, it had, like, kind of a throwback to Ob- uh, Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Kind of like it was. It was cool. That wasn't. He's an awesome uh, actor on House of Cards, dude. Yeah. If you watch the first season yeah. of House of Cards, he's phenomenal. Stroll, right? That's his actor's name. Uh, the, Stroll. Yeah. yeah. The the big thing for me, two two things. One, the more visceral um, was when he stands up as um, Yellow Jacket for the first time. It was amazing. Yeah. You know, he he kind of looked generically evil, like bald white dude, like. But when he stood up and like Scott Lang just kind of looks up, you can only see maybe like 
so amazing. Wow. A third of his So one face. quick thing, I got I'm gonna have yeah, to go ahead, I'm go ahead. Gonna pick because it feels like I'm I'm gonna I guess I gotta be the anti person in this movie. I love this I movie. I bet you're gonna say exactly what I'm thinking, so go ahead. How the fuck did that suit get that big? And how the fuck did he put it on that fat? In like how the fuck did he put it on that fat? How the fuck did in a helicopter Ant Man put it in ten seconds? Yeah. You know? Well yeah, like in a helicopter, right? And I was just like, wait, hold on. Yeah. You're in the theater, how do those people make uh, costume changes that fast? That blows my mind. Oh, what was possible though? Yeah, if you have tearaway suits, it's yeah. That yeah, that's well, possible. But, but I'm just saying, maybe it's a mid-90s basketball uniform. Well, you're telling me you're in a full suit with yeah. a bunch of dead dudes around you on an uneven air, uh, yeah, on an airplane, on an helicopter that is falling tiny down. Tiny ass suit that you somehow got out of it, you made it large, you put it on, and it's fully functional, that's within seconds? Um, that was close. I was like, uh, That's called science. Uh, he also uh, had the 10 second timer where you had to dress up. And yeah, I, I think it's a nitpick. Like, he did it eight, eight seconds, right? Like six or eight seconds. It's, yeah. a cool, it's a nitpick, but it looks fucking awesome. Yeah, but when you, because you literally, he's a generic bad guy for most of the movie, and then you just look up and you're like, damn. Dude, what about. Just, what about that scene when they're playing around the uh, choo-choo train? Bro, oh, yeah. That See, scene is so good. I love that scene so much that now this is going to go back and I'm going to talk and about they, it. Is it do they put again. it off in the perspective of the little girl? Because that's what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, they, they do once or twice. Which they, is no, like, they do. Oh, it's oh. like she's looking yeah, at yeah, the back. Yeah, 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 which is cool. Uh, they, they, threw, they threw away oh, that. So well, good. they did that not only with the little girl, but they did the perspective of the audience. Okay. I felt like they did that every time, especially when they're falling out of the sky with the suitcase. Yeah. That was a lot of And they played the music. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. Really fun. It was hilarious. Uh, but that's a, this is another thing because that scene, I think somebody said it. I was like, this scene is going to be great because I saw that in the trailer. I really hope this is not like. I like wish it wasn't in the trailer, though. This that's is, the thing. This is why I didn't want to watch the trailer for this movie. I saw it way too early. But it's like that scene was. Hilarious yeah, it in was the so trailer alone. When it came up, oh, and I was looking at it, I was like, okay, when are they gonna find this like, train scene? And it goes in the little girl's room. And just think about the whole space, right? Because Avengers and Age of Ultron, that went through the entire world. This huge world that you're fighting in. This one, you can make an entire world out of a little girl's yep. oh, yeah, room. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's so smart, yep. that's so cool. Yep. But they kind of ruined a bit of that scene from the fucking trailer. Yeah, it's true. Which yeah. is very sad. I mean, it's, it's, it, was, it, was a, it was a laugh scene. The rest of the scene was amazing for like the, the choreography of the whole thing. Yeah. So, you know, they, they gave away their one laugh, but there was, I think, funnier moments. And then I don't think they gave away better fight scenes in the trailer. Well, and that was a great fight yeah. scene. Them hitting the, him hitting the things away and it's like oh yeah it's just like falling normal yeah. it's like oh come on he's pretty cool oh, yeah. like in the freaking discs that he's throwing the Those fucking Thomas the Train gets huge I was like yeah. that's hilarious that was good yeah. the eyes going back oh. <laughs> another part that I really loved you were saying about Michael Douglas not phoning it in is that part where they're like Evangeline Lilly's like no and he just says I should say, no that no oh, that yeah. no is phenomenal that's a phenomenal so that raises the the other thing I want to talk about about villains. It's like uh, again I, I've seen you know some reviews on this and they're kind of slamming Cross as a one dimensional guy. I'd say there's there's two other villains in the movie that like 
it's not a person. It's it's the father daughter relationships. Yeah. Like this yeah. movie is not Scott Lang versus Darren Cross at all, and not in one bit. It's it's father daughter, or in this case, or in Scott's case, like father and the right to be with his daughter. Oh, so fun. I think that's way more, but it's way it's more of a fleshed out like villain, if you will. Yeah. You know the the scene of her crying while I while um, they were listening to the she was listening over. It's like, you know, that was that was heavy. That was that was great. The way he explains how Janet died. Well, yeah. that's, that's why I want to interject. As a huge comic book fan, mm-hmm. the things that I really wanted to see in Ant Man, I wanted to see them touch on, and they didn't. Was that Janet and Hank in the comics? The entire point of the relationship is that they don't get along. Like, Hank, like, this is one of the cornerstones of Marvel history. Hank hit Janet. Oh, really? Like, he backhands her, and that is, like, the cornerstone of, like, their troubled relationship, and they don't really get along, and Hope exists. Like, that character, Hope, their daughter exists. And, like, yes, she becomes Wasp later on, but I really wanted to see, especially when they had the the turbulent relationship between the father and daughter, I wanted them to be, like, because he hit mom one time. And that's what I really And then bring the moral power of the yeah, down and brings it down. And I really wanted to see that, like... I love but that was the intent, I think they'll do that. I don't think, think they should do this. One of the biggest things with uh, Iron Man 3 was that you're going to touch on the brokenness of Tony as a right, character. And, and they to totally brushed that off with the fucking little kid. Just like, yeah, because you're yeah, a because you hate you, you're right. up, yeah. Like, like, you know, which is, I don't think they're ever going to do those way better than oh, dude, whatever that kid's name. I don't, know, I don't know if they're ever going to do those heavy, heavy, heavy topics. I, they won't, because it's well, Disney they, 5. Well, the thing, though, they did touch, they, they touched on this a, a bunch because, you know, the reason why Hank wasn't there, and... You could argue he wasn't necessarily there because he was trying to save the world, and he just wasn't around, especially Whoa. like he was doing all this stuff t- towards it. He was like he was something. He wasn't trying to save the world. I thought or, they made it apparent that he quit the whole thing once she. Well, he was he was working well, no, on something. Right, so right. Like, well, like, the, 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 the thing was that uh, once Janet died, like whatever happened to her. Yeah. He just single mind single focus I'm just gonna get her back and then he he actually says that hey I lost your mom I didn't mean to lose you I was just trying to get her back yeah I, I mean I yeah I love that moment and then Paul Rudd's response to it was amazing too I'm, 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 I'm gonna go make some tea I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. well and I love the response like before that cause everybody was asking like yeah she's she can fight she's super smart she can talk to ants so it was looking like more and more of a stuff of like why isn't she in the suit I look at it, I was like, okay, she's going to be in the Wasp. Like, I get that. But he came up and was like, I'm, I'm expendable. And I'm like, man, like, that that kind of sucks. Like, if it, if it looked at as a superhero just because of the fact that if I die, like, nobody... Well, that's what, that's, that's what we're doing the earlier conversation. I don't think in the movie you're not supposed to take away that he will become Ant-Man. It's like, hey, dude, I just need you to fucking destroy everything. I'm, I think I'm still super... Uh, I'm still kind of like a jerk because Hank is kind of like a jerk and it's like I don't want anybody to get this, this suit or the technology I'm just gonna fucking get this guy do it I've given I've given I've 
at some point in this viewing, like, is he feeding him the whole redemption thing, kind of like a bullshit to get him to do it? But I think that's what makes but then him I like, a superhero. Yeah, but then I'm like, I actually don't. I actually do think that he wants uh, Paul Rudd to be the hero and then redeem both of them and then just close down that chapter. Of I, just, I, I everything's going to be... I like, didn't get that, but I thought that, like... Yeah, uh, Michael Douglas was giving him so much bullshit through the entire time, and I thought that Paul Rudd's, like, inability to quit, and inability to die, you know, literally, he was just like, well, if he dies, he dies, and he, he gutted his way through the whole ordeal, he brought in his own team, his own interpersonal skills, um, his own people, I mean, excuse me, and, and then came up with this, like, you know, came up with the most of the plan, you mm-hmm. know, with them. And I think that's what truly makes him Ant-Man. Yeah. As opposed to the some suit. expendable person that might die. Sure. I yeah. think... I, I don't know. I, I... What I also think, though, like, it's kind of funny is he's like, Oh, Janet, I don't want to give you the suit because, like, I don't want to lose you. Hope. And then, oh, hope. Sorry. He's like, Hope, I don't want to give you the suit because I don't want to lose you. And the final scene is like, hey, by the way, here's the suit I've been working on. Wait, so it's like, like, come on. But here's the thing, come on. and we'll talk about like the quantum sphere. I felt like he thoroughly, in that one small moment, he's trying to question Scott. He's like, hey, so what'd you see? What'd you see? What'd you see? And he's like, I can't, I can't remember. Like, I don't know. I just can't remember. And him getting up was like, okay, I still have work to do. If he can get out, if somebody can get out of that space, then Janet can get out of this yeah. space. And if Joe so, can get out, then my daughter will be safe. Well, I'm saying, well, if Scott can get out, then my daughter will be safe because now he's right, 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 away right. from But also, I think out. that... So him, like, him growing, because we don't know how much time has passed. It could have been soon. I think he was still injured. But it still could have been, like, still fairly soon. I think he came to terms of she gets it. Like, she was there. She helped out. She fought. Scott got out. There's like a whole combination But then I think that at that point, it's implied as Scott... Even though he might not be the Ant-Man, he's still in their life. Yes. So I think that he's like, you know what, fuck it. I mean, she's... That's why I think he's She's safe, you know? Yeah, that's what I think Well, I think... I, I personally think, and I think we talked about I, this... What I'm talking about, like, difficult topics and badassery, how cool would have been Marvel would be like, you know what, fuck it, let's do an Ant-Man as a chick. Mm. That would have been but awesome. But that's the Wasp. Yeah, that's exactly. that's but true, but you know how they're doing like that Thor is a chick and that, that would have been cool. But the Ant-Man and the Wasp are two sides of the same coin. Like those yeah, characters are same always together. Yeah. yeah, those two I, characters are that was always I think that Ant-Man like, 2... But it would be interesting, you know? Yeah, I would watch it. I think um, that Ant-Man 2 will be just titled The Wasp. I think that... Uh, I think that after... Like... They might, I mean, they... I guess, what was it, uh, Kevin Feige's, like, hinted at maybe using one of the, like, technically open slots they usually release movies in to do maybe an Ant-Man 2 before Infinity War, but I think that with Doctor Strange coming out, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a second, this is a good segue, it's what people in the biz call the segue, <laughs> the micro, uh, the microverse, yes. um, I think yeah. that, um, I think that, like, their introduction to that and then what we'll see in Doctor Strange in a couple of years will get the... will further propel that. I think that Ant-Man 2 or Ant-Man 3, if they do a generic Ant-Man 2, 
Um, you, I think that would be Wasp, and I think that would be her as a full-fledged hero with kind of Ant-Man, and I think she'll turn into, at some point, they'll pull Janet out, kind of, maybe, but maybe she's, like, all messed up, and I think that's when uh, Hope will turn into the White Red Queen, and that's when Scott's going to fight her. But I know Paul Rudd is going to be in Captain America. That's confirmed. He's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. Evangeline Lilly in so, so they confirm that she will be the Wasp in a Phase Three film. So, but also, which is doesn't Marvel have like a also like a deal with Netflix to do movies or series or stuff? They can. They're not going to. They'll never bring the movie. The, um, well, yeah, they they'll never bring the uh, except for Lady Sif. Um, she was in two Agents of Shield yeah. episodes. I think they they have another way though. So uh, Charlie Cox. Oh yeah. Yeah, Charlie Cox might be in. Uh, oh, like Civil War. I hope. Because he, he has a he has a clause in his contract that says he cannot turn down movies. I hope. That I know. So That'd be so sick. Um, so yeah. one thing about yeah, this question, yeah, yeah. you brought up a great section. Me you and Dave were talking about. Yeah. San Quentin. Guess who else is in San Quentin Penitentiary? Other hero. I know. I know. Is I the know. Mandarin in there nope. too, though? Um, uh, Killian's. Yes. And like, yeah. no, not Killian. Uh, no, uh, the man, the man. King Kingsley's character. Kingsley. Yeah, the, the man. man. Yeah. Um, but who else is in? It has to do with Charlie Cox's character in Daredevil. Oh no, shit! King Fucking Punisher. No. no, Punisher. No, no. Oh. Punisher's Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage. Is interesting. Okay. So. Well, let me have a Netflix thing. No. I don't um, know how that's gonna tie in. Well, but you made a great you made a great point. We were talking about uh, so let's say if they were to get I think it was you that they let's say if they were to get Janet out of the microverse, and because they mentioned it in the movie that time, nothing is makes sense in that one. Were you talking about that? Oh, yeah. If they go into that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dave like crapped his pants. Yeah, over me that. too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, talk, so, talk so yeah. So uh, I noticed this at first with like uh, they talked about that how the time. Sorry, I'm just peeing the hell out of the mic. Um, uh, time in like therefore age does not matter in the microverse. Um, so you can sit in suspended animation essentially. Um, so when they they came out, they showed the wasp or Janet twice in the movie. They showed her once on the ICBM um, with a mask over her face, and then they also showed her um, in a family portrait, which I thought was hilarious, with a huge hat covering her. Um, I thought that was the most amazingly strategic thing that they've done, uh, as they can cast literally anyone mm-hmm. in that role and bring her back as a person. They could almost Captain America her, mm-hmm. where she would be a woman out of time Again, like phase four or something, um, and that's where that could bring back that whole like mother daughter relationship. I know I'm getting slowly separated from what I originally talked about. I would say that Hope is almost nearly a villain in this movie with all her like she's definitely a dark and brooding character. I can absolutely see her, especially if they've got her for three movies, taking her to a villain role. Yeah, because she's supposed to be normally the Red Queen. Right, she's, she's not stuck. really Wasp. She's not the norm of the watch. She ends up making the uh, the set, the opposite of the Avengers group in this comics, like a bunch of stuff. That I don't know who that right queen is. I actually didn't know that. Number. Well, yeah. I'm saying like this is like crazy stuff, like crazy theories. But I love the theory of hey, the microverse can like basically pause your aging. And then Dude, the and actual Janet comes in, and she's the actual one. She's the actual one. And she's a like, young person. She's like, like 
you know, the fuck, same age as what she was, man. Yeah. Like, that, when you said that, that blew us away. We were like, holy shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing, too, which now that theories and all that, that remember when we watched, uh, what's it, Avengers or something that we were talking about? So they're going to finish everything off in like 20, oh, yeah. 20, yeah, 20, 20, 20, 20, 2021, 20, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That's when well, all the movies end. They're planned through 2029, they've announced through 2020. So when's when's, when's that last movie come out? So so Inhumans is twenty twenty, but apparently they've got plans through twenty twenty nine. No, so here's where so here's 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 just easily do an Avengers disassemble storyline where everyone dies. They can like for example, Robert Downey Jr. only has so many contracts. Um, What's his name? Uh, Evans Evans says that he doesn't want to do it anymore. You well, they're also going to be super old. They're going to be old. You can kill these characters, and in the next movie, you can revenge a return of Spock them and have them reborn as another actor. That's oh, so I easy. I, or even, I or even do like the new 52 in movie form, because we're watching no, comic books. you don't have to on anything. You can just kill a character and have them come back as another actor. And then just call it Iron Man again. And, their res- res- and just literally call see, it Iron yeah, Man 2020, 2030. Yeah. 2025. Yeah, I and just start everything again. I for people that are going to be, that. you know, not even born when this comes out. They can't do it forever. These guys are going to get old. I, I like, think that they, I think that, but yes, they will. When, that, also, when the whole cycle ends, it's going to be almost 20 years. Right, I know, right. It's going to be like, yeah, it's going to be almost, yeah, almost I, like I think 20 18 years something like that I think that like by the time you get there but I'd rather them I think what they've announced in phase 3 and what they will announce in, for you know going forward is that they'll bring in just new characters yeah but how long can you sustain that universe I, th- I think I think what Warren is politely questioning um I think we should do a Marvel based podcast yeah I think soon and just talk Marvel. about this because I think we're now exiting Ant-Man yeah I was like wait yeah. we're talking about Ant-Man yeah. I, I would I would well, love I mean, to be like, a, a special we'll, guest on a Marvel podcast yeah. and we'll just argue we'll, about this we'll, for about we'll, an hour we'll get, and a half we'll get, we'll get everybody because like this like this topic Huge. that we like slowly started delving into so but we'll get lost as if it's in the microverse hey, but, so so Ant-Man, where we think we kind of jumped off was the microverse. And we have the whole thing. I think we'll bring Janet back at yeah. some time at whatever age they want I to. Would, I would love to see Hank Pym pair up with a young star. Fuck it. Let's do the last end, the last end credit. Okay. Well, so, okay. so, yeah. so the last end credit. Yeah. Oh, if you guys... Talking about this, well, I know you had some stuff about that. I'm like, oh, fuck, it's awesome. Yeah. Wait, what does it mean? Yeah. So, yeah. like... So they have Bucky, mm-hmm. and we have to like a, a, what, like a he was collapsed like a tractor. So yeah. it looked like the farm from Hawkeye's place. Really, I thought it was a mechanical. I like thought a, it was like a mechanical yeah. thing, like I a like a, a, like a pressing pad. Yeah, I thought it was a pressing. It looked pad. as if they were trying to destroy his arm. Uh, I thought it was what, just capturing. Yeah, I but what I thought it was that like he was just. They what? found him and they captured him. Here and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm just hanging out here because I can't no, get out." He, he, like, I felt like they were trying to destroy. Him. I don't think you. I don't, no, I, I don't know if they would want captured. it. Yeah, 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 yeah no, captured. he was captured as if. I mean, so if so, so he's captured and what they want to do is they want to remove that arm that, and, and that's what they're gonna try to get Ant Man. That's well, how they're gonna recon him. Because that's that's why Falcon and I like. I know a guy like. But what the fuck is Ant Man gonna do? I don't think I don't think the uh, guy was Ant Man. 
right? I'm, I'm pretty sure that that was a joke in reference to the jokes in Ant-Man. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's public knowledge that that scene was taken from principles in Civil War. Yes. And that scene I, takes place, yeah, yeah. that scene takes place after Civil War started. So that, take, that takes place, if like you think of, movie. yeah, okay. if you think of like a two hour long movie, that 45 minutes. So wait, so... Who's the guy that they're alluding to? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I think that they, I think, you know, so whatever script writer wrote that line, and they're like, this would work in Ant-Man because they've made that joke in Ant-Man a couple times. I think, I, I so I think that they were, because well, Ant-Man's not that big of a okay. game changer. Yeah, but he's a mechanic. So here's the thing. He's a mechanical engineer, and they know Electric that. Electrical engineer. Electric engineer. Electrical engineer. You have a Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> Rip that fucking that arm scene, off and then have that scene was from Civil War and what and what we know so far. Yeah, for what we know so far, they also made an allusion to Tony Hawk, Tony Stark. <laughs> 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 Tony Stark's not available because of no. Tony Stark's not not a. Yeah, yeah, they said he, he can't help right, because right. of the shit that's going on with the government between. Tony Stark in Captain America. The Accords. And you also, there was another thing that either you or Dave brought up to the point where Captain America looked like kind of beat up. Like, they, they're all, they don't have anybody else to be asked they're, for help. They're in the middle of they're this. All, they're in the middle of their shit. They finally found Bucky. It's just Captain America and Falcon. That's it. And the only people they can, like, well, neither one of them can do anything. Falcon doesn't even have any armor, so who else can help Probably somebody else who has a little bit more kind of uh, so knowledge. Well, so, that, so that's why I think it was the Ant Man talking about that situation. I mean, it could be Ant Man. Uh, apparently, this is different than the comics, but um, what we've been seeing shown in, in Ant Man movie was that like Hank Pym doesn't like the Stark family, yeah. and I think that as a kind of like almost transitive property. Um, Scott Lang would be a little bit more resistant to Tony Stark, if only because his mentor doesn't like him. I think because Scott Lang doesn't have a dog in that fight, but Hank Pym does, and that's I think that's what that I think okay. I think that that scene. Because I was so confused, I was like, "Oh, awesome! What? Uh, what did I just watch?" Yeah, yeah. I think that scene, and this is what we were talking about afterwards. You gotta get crazy. Us, you gotta get real we're gonna, crazy. we're gonna look at a little bit weird right here. I think that that scene actually gives us an amazing insight into Civil War and what Civil War will be about. When we last left Tony and um, Captain America, they, I mean, they were all right. They, you know, they weren't on great terms, but they. They shook hands. They yeah. didn't actually. At the end of Ultron, I was gonna say they didn't shake hands, but they. They were like, mm, they, they we'll ended, see you. They, yeah, they ended yeah, we'll, up. We'll see you. So I think that, uh, you know, something we'll get alluded to. We'll, we'll get the montage at the beginning of the movie of, like, people not liking the Avengers because they messed too much stuff up. And I think that we'll get a little bit of that, hey, we should have the Reformation Act. Hey, we shouldn't, you know, from Tony and Steve, respectively. Um, but that's not enough for them to fight. And let's be honest, Civil War is going to have that whole nerd-gasm moment of when Tony and Steve fight. go to fisticuffs. Yeah, they're going to have a big-ass fight scene. Yeah, they're going to have a big-ass fight scene. It's a shame that that movie's just one movie. Yeah. yeah, but I think that... So, but it's supposed to be like three hours. This is, yeah. this is good. Yeah, this so is I think that there's no reason civil disagreements don't end in blows. 
I'm sure everyone in our in this room, we've all had disagreements with each other, and we've never hit each other. I think that if Guillermo was harboring the person that killed my parents and didn't tell me about it, I might want to hit him for that. And I think that that scene is critical to Civil War like lore, and that Steve will find Bucky soon. And, and Bucky is coming out of his whole indoctrination, will start admitting to his murders that he's committed for the past 60 years. And I think one of those murders, uh, I think in the comics, this is, this is canon, I'm pretty sure one of his murders is Tony's parents. And Tony never knew who killed his parents. So the fact that Steve, is his you know supposed business partner and one of his good friends and fellow Avenger is literally not telling him and keeping him from justice for the murder of his parents, man, that will give him, that will give Tony a reason to hit Steve. And, and like, they even bring this up in Winter Soldier when they capture the guy from S.H.I.E.L.D. He starts rattling off all these names and he, they use the Winter Soldier to kill all these people. They mention, like, Doctor Strange and, like, this person from blah, 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 blah. And they also mention the fact that, like, um, Tony Stark's parents he kind of talks about that too. So. Really? Yeah, I think I think I think uh, that that scene as like a kind of teaser to something more. Do you do we have the email of uh, the Fergus Fergalicious? So we can find more. Well, I mean, that movie is mostly shot at this point. So yeah, but but I think that that scene will sneaky prove to me more critical than like I think I think as a on a. a the, like, Do you think Civil War is going to end with them killing... Uh, oh, soldiers? absolutely. Yeah. Well, think, I mean, think from... You think? Oh, yeah. Well, in my mind, so, spoiler alert for the whole thing. Can I, can I give yes. this one? Yes. So, I think that Steve dies at the end of, <coughs> of Civil War. Crossbone kills him. I think that... Uh, this is my crazy theory. That, um, that Tony is going to have to reconcile with Bucky. And I think that Bucky is going to end up killing Steve's killer, whether that's Crossbone. And then he's going to take the mantle of it. And then he's going to take the mantle of it. Because there has to be a way. Isn't that actor signed for like six pictures? That's like something So Bucky is signed for a crazy contract. Steve's only got two left. So Steve's going to be in Civil War, and then most likely he's going to be in Avengers three, either one or two. My current crazy theory is that uh, Avengers 1 will be a little bit more cosmic, uh, excuse me, Avengers Infinity War Part 1 will be a little bit more cosmic, and then maybe at the end you'll see like the Wasp and Ant-Man get their asses out of them. Thanos bring people from the dead and then bring like Rogers out or yeah, he's, he's pros with death. Yeah, so, what I think is gonna happen is that in Infinity War like, Two literally he's does, like good. Yeah, death, death that's an actual yeah. character. Well, yeah. Doesn't does he's trying to court death. Right? Yeah. But death is an actual person. Yeah. Like we'll probably death is his girlfriend. Yeah. We'll probably see her in Thor Ragnarok. Um, but I think what will happen is this is gonna be the greatest scene that any nerd's ever seen. What do you want to say? Oh yeah, I think that I think that they'll bring back Steve in Infinity War Part Two. That's when he'll wield Molnir and yell Avengers Assemble and fucking hammer. Yeah, I think I finally. I'm like now. That's gonna be the moment. Avengers Assemble. It's just gonna be. He said both of these things like. Back after, like right after the other, during the drive over the Dallas, like this is the best car in my life. Oh yeah, oh my god, 
pretty awesome. Dude, that it, Steve has to say though. Um, Steve has in to be Infinity the War too. Yeah. In Infinity I, War, it's gonna be that perfect scene where he stands up and Avengers Assemble. It's just gonna be every. Well, and that's when he's got, he's got to grab Mjolnir. Like, no, because that's such Thor's. Because Thor's gonna be there, obviously. Well, so but I thought maybe. I would. Yeah, when uh, he could die in Infinity War one. So or in Ragnarok. Let's. Yeah, he'll be back. Let's Wait, say this, it down. that we need to have a part two discussion of all things <laughs> Marvel. We're gonna get everybody. And go watch Iron Man. We're gonna get everybody, but everybody, please, please go watch Ant Man. Even for the spoiler section, the Spider Man reference was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about that. I mean, there's so much stuff that we can still talk about this movie, but that's okay. Please go watch this movie. But you guys ready to sign off? Yes. Uh, give them money so they make an Ant-Man 2. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Cheers. So, uh, once again, uh, we're going to be signing off. And thank you for another um, awesome episode of the Down in Front Podcast. My name is Warren. With me, we got Jesse. Hey-o. Uh, Guillermo. See ya. And our special guest, we do got Mike. Chalupas. Uh, you can find more of our work um, at the, our subreddit. So, we do have a subreddit of Down in Front Podcast. If you do have questions about the show or any sort of maybe you want us to review a movie, feel free to email us at um, downinfrontpodcast at gmail.com. That'd be pretty cool. Um, other than that, we will see you later. Thanks for listening. <laughs>